Hi, I'm Dr. Nafisa Sikandri, a licensed clinical psychologist specializing in anxiety-based disorders. OCD is an anxiety-based disorder where it creates feelings of fear or worry in individuals, and they feel that the only way they can feel better is if they engage in certain behaviors or compulsions. Uh, People who suffer from OCD tend to engage in these repetitive behaviors, even though they know that these uh, behaviors are irrational and don't make any sense. Although OCD can create a lot of um, anxiety and wreak havoc on people's lives, I tend to believe that OCD, as far as disorders are concerned, can be the best disorder to have if you know how to manage it and control it and make it work for you. Uh, The majority of people with OCD are highly intelligent. They're achievement-oriented. They're driven. They're organized. Uh, They tend to be detail-oriented. They tend to be very clean. But many of the common, but also many of the common fears associated with OCD um, are things that society actually rewards, such as being the cleanliness and being healthy or being in control. And OCD can uh, begin to cause problems when it's no longer in your control and it's controlling you. Um, There's a difference between liking a clean house and feeling like the world will end if your house isn't clean and organized. That's how you can tell the difference between a rational behavior like wanting a clean house to an irrational behavior that the world will end if the house is not clean and organized or meets a certain standard. Uh, That's what I would consider it causing a debilitating problem for people or actually causing any kind of problem in people's lives. Um, There's also a difference between washing your hands because you've touched something dirty and then washing it repeatedly because you feel like the germs are not coming off and you're going to get sick if you don't wash it. I mean, there are people that can wash their hands to the point of their hands bleeding from too much um, just friction on the skin uh, and they still don't feel like they're clean enough. So that's a sign of OCD as, as well. So a few examples of famous people that have OCD are uh, Jessica Alba, she's an actress, Leonardo DiCaprio, Howie Mandel is famous for his OCD. Uh, The actress Jessica Alba's OCD tends to revolve around her need to be in control. She needs, whenever she's feeling anxious, she needs to control something and that calms her down. I personally see OCD as a spectrum disorder where people fall somewhere on the spectrum. So there's people that are on the low end of the spectrum where it's not causing them as many problems, but they're still getting stuck on certain thoughts. And then there are people that are on the higher end of the spectrum where it's becoming debilitating. They can't leave the house. They can't um, live their lives in a normal way. And so their behaviors end up being more extreme. Uh, The people on the highest end of the of the spectrum end up behaving like Jack Nicholson and the movie as good as it gets. If you haven't seen that movie and you happen to have an uh, OCD, I highly recommend it just so that you can see how extreme it can get if it's not under uh, control and not managed properly. And then for people on the high end, OCD can become debilitating and restricting where people end up living uh, very limited lives. Like for Jack Nicholson in the movie, he can only go to a certain restaurant to eat. He can only do certain things. He doesn't like to leave his house that often. He can only talk to certain people. He gets really anxious around people and his life becomes very limited. So, um, and these people can be, uh, they tend to be overly controlled by their anxiety and they feel powerless with it. 
other people can be functional and still go to work and have relationships, but OCD ends up creating problems for them. And uh, for example, Cameron Diaz is another famous person. She's an actress and her OCD doesn't stop her necessarily from acting um, or living her life and having relationships, but she tends to have an extreme fear of germs and she won't touch doorknobs. I mean, I know a lot of people, uh, when they think of OCD, they think of people that are afraid to touch doorknobs, they have to check locks repeatedly, they have to make sure that the lights are off or the stove is off. And so that's an extreme end uh, of OCD for some people. They're struggling more with managing it. Howie Mandel is famous for his fear of germs and also known to wash his hands frequently. So he's always talking about how he is afraid to touch hands, afraid to wash, uh, he's constantly washing his hands because his OCD gets in the way. And uh, Katy Perry has to brush her teeth over four to six times. Although we can all agree that it's great to wash, brush your teeth and um, uh, it's, it's good oral hygiene to be that clean and, and floss and brush your teeth. But even the ADA, the American Dental Association, would agree that four to six times in a day is excessive. So that's where her OCD gets in the way. Uh, another famous person that has uh, OCD is Justin Timberlake. He tends to be very organized and will not allow and will only allow certain foods to be in his refrigerator. Uh, some people will only eat certain foods and may even restrict certain foods from their diet uh, because they don't, they're afraid to try different foods. Like I've known children that won't eat any food that's green. Um, it's taken me a lot to actually get some kids to even try peas or avocados, but for some reason they have this block in their mind that they can't eat any foods that are green. Um, OCD can also affect our body image where it can lead people to exercise or diet excessively and they're never happy with their weight. They're always seeking this perfectionistic ten uh, image of what their body should look like or um, working out to the point of exhaustion or even hurting themselves because they feel like they're not good enough the way they are. Um, so that could cause problems for people. And then uh, many people fear leaving their house or even being separated from their loved ones. So that's where OCD can become debilitating. And one thing that I've noticed about OCD in my practice, and I've been working with a lot of people that struggle with obsessive compulsive disorder, is it tends to be highly genetic. I can usually... Um, pinpoint like who has the OCD in the family, like if a family brings a child in, I can um, ask who in your family has OCD and they can pinpoint, oh, my grandmother has it or my, my mom has it or my aunt has it or my sister has it. It runs and it tends to run in families. And the people that have OCD didn't do anything to get it, just like the people that, just like we don't do anything as far as we inherit our eye color and our hair color, uh, we just genetically inherited. There's nothing that we did to get it or nothing necessarily needed to happen for us to have it. Our parents didn't necessarily have to do anything for us to get it. It's just genetically passed on. We just need to learn how to manage it. And the earlier you intervene and the earlier, earlier at a younger age you learn how to manage it, the easier your life will be. Otherwise, it'll continue to cause problems for you in your life. And like I said, just because we genetically inherited it doesn't mean it has to be debilitating in your life. It doesn't mean it has to restrict you from living your best life. Um, people can have OCD and have led healthy and normal lives while having OCD. And 
after learning how to manage it. And OCD can be wonderful and beneficial if we know what to do with it and how to manage it and control it and not allow it to control our lives. Um, for example, like people that have OCD, who doesn't want to have a clean house? Who doesn't want to have an organized life? Who doesn't want to stay healthy and be in shape? Obviously, that's something that all of us could could have in our lives. But there's a difference between wanting that and then feeling like the world is going to end if we don't. So there are people that will get extremely anxious and extremely upset and worried if their house isn't clean to a certain level, if they haven't met a certain um, standard. I've known people that have freaked out and cried excessively for even getting an A minus on a test because it wasn't an A plus. So the difference is uh, when you're in control of your OCD, you're choosing uh, to have a clean house or to get good grades or to be organized. But people that suffer from OCD are not in control and their OCD is controlling them where they feel like if those things are not happening, then the world's going to end or something bad's going to happen. So that's what's propelling them. It's the, it's driven by anxiety. That need is driven by anxiety. It's not necessarily a choice at that point. And my goal with my patients is to get them to a point where they're choosing those things as opposed to allowing it to control them. So OCD is very manageable. But it's not always easy or simple to do this by yourself. You do need to get, um, you do need help to get back control of your life and to get control of your OCD. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to go about it by yourself. It's you. You need someone to help you and guide you in the things that you need to do to make sure that OCD is no longer controlling you and you're in control of it. There are steps that need to be taken. There are. Um, it, it can become. You have to change your thoughts and your beliefs in order to be able to control the OCD. And so doing it alone uh, will, will be very, very difficult. I would highly recommend working with somebody or finding support in getting and managing anxiety and OCD. If you're enjoying the Mental Health Break podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll always know when there's a new episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a review or five-star rating since that'll help others find the podcast. I can't wait to see you here next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.